Welcome to Music Versus Life Podcast. Where we discuss real life situations based on music. I'm your host, Fat. I'm your host, Block. Let's, Let's get, get it. it. All right. Welcome to another episode of Music Versus Life Podcast. This is Block. And I'm Fat. Fat, how you doing? I'm great. How you doing today? I'm doing good. It was a wonderful weekend. I had an amazing weekend. You threw a hell of a party, my boy. I had an amazing time. I needed that. Shout out to everybody who came out to Plush on uh, July 9th this past weekend, man. We had a good time. Uh, We're going to do it again next month, August 27th. Uh, You know, few few discrepancies, but you know what I'm saying? We're going to get that cleared up and fixed by next month. No, no discrepancies wasn't shit. It was you know a great time. It was but a great time. I'm glad everybody appreciate themselves today. You know what I'm saying? We're going to highlight the black business. Today's black business we're going to highlight is KP Electrical. Black-owned electric company. You know what I'm saying? You need some lights in your house for your business. You know, they got the LED lights. Whatever you need, electrical work. You put, you know, my, um, my dryer went out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, boom, boom, boom. Hit up KP Electrical. Fix that. Got me a new port and everything. Hit up KP Electrical. Y'all can follow KP Electrical at kp.electrical on IG. Shout out to Kelvin. Oh, I thought you were going to say oh, something. I thought you were going to say something. That's I was going to say something. I think uh, I wanted to say an electrician is a hell of a job. Yeah. That's a great job for someone to have, like, hands-on. They always tell you go to school, get an education, and college, 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 an electrician. That's a, that's a good hands-on career. Yeah, trade is always good. Um, yeah. But for today's episode, we're going to discuss when is it time to let go. What's you know on, what I'm saying? I will book. wait for you. Okay. From Future, featuring... Uh, Drake and Tim's. Okay. So fat. I must ask you, how you know when it's time to let go? Let go? Well, what I'm letting go of? Anything. Friends, relationship, a job. How you know it's time to just like let that shit go? You want to take your shot first? You want to take it? Let's go. Uh-huh. Before we get into the conversation. Well, oh, that was hot. Um, I know it's time to let go of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Shit, when when that shit just ain't working no more. I mean, you know, when it's time to call quits on a relationship, when you and that person just can no longer see eye to eye. Uh, when when them rights and them wrongs and we can't sit down and have a conversation about things. Mm-hmm. But it's just time for us to go our separate ways at this point. But you feel like like it's a it's a point in time where a grace period for people to get to where you want them to get to? Teach your song. You know, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Some people provide grace periods and some people cold turkey. Just yeah, when, it, like, when it's done, it's yeah, done. Yeah, when it's done, it's done. Um, I like to give people the reason of the day. Oh, the, the benefit of the of doubt. The, um, I'm talking about the reason of the mm-hmm. doubt. I'm thinking something else. Uh, the benefit of the doubt. Um, I like to give chances, but not too many chances, depending on whatever the issues are in which we're having in our relationship. Yeah. You know, I like the. I'm a talker. Mm-hmm. I am a talker. And this applies to also my friendships. I'm a talker. And you should know this because mm-hmm. me and you done had issues before where I'd be like, Ryan, I think we need to talk. Mm-hmm. Like, bro. I think we got some things we need to talk about. Like, it's something on my chest. Like, I feel like it's tension between us. Like, or do you have time right now for us to talk? Right. And if I'm lying, please tell me if no. I'm lying. Get off. Like, so our friendships, relationships, I tell people, like, bro, I feel like I need to talk to you. And I feel like once you get to a point with whether it's your friendship or relationship that you can't talk to somebody about something, bro, mm-hmm. just let that shit go. For real. So when you can't come to like no type of resolution, no type of agreement, mm-hmm. it's time to just let that shit yeah, go. Yeah, let that shit go. Or if you just growing apart, it could be that it could be like not being able to come to a resolution, a, 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 a resolution <laughs> or growing apart. Like 
let's say I want to like be somebody like business minded and just grow my business and be focused on me. And you're someone who just simply cannot understand it. Mm -hmm. And you just somebody that just want to party and party and party. Like, okay. Like I have friends that just like party, party, party and worry about niggas. That's not my mindset, bro. Like if I meet somebody and I fuck with him, like that's cool, but I'm not out here looking for niggas, bro. Like if they come, they come. If they don't, cool. You know what so, I'm saying? So because y'all not on the same page, you feel like? That'd be a time to let go. Okay. Or just not meet them where they at? Why should I have to meet somebody where they at, though? God thing with when, when you're dealing with people, everybody not going to be what you want. You know what I'm saying? I think individuals got... You know, saying that their separate mindset, everybody grows at a different pace. Mm -hmm. But just know when I'm when I'm on this and you ain't on that, let me be on that. If I want to be what you want, I can fuck with you on that tip. If I'm in the mood to party, mm -hmm. I know who to call. If I'm in the mood for business, I know who not to call. So I say, I like I I got friends, certain and, right? Friends mm -hmm. and people on different levels. I'm not going to necessarily cut you off completely, but I know how to deal with you. I wouldn't just get rid of you. But it is some people who just overextend their welcome that I don't mind cutting off because there's no gain at all financially, spiritually, you know, as far as a friend. Mm -hmm. there, there's no value to you in my life. So therefore, I can just let this shit go. And I'm cool with that 100%. But I'm saying if, if there's some type of uh, agreeance on some type of level with, with a friend or a companion, then I'm cool with, you know what I'm saying, ironing it out, having those type of conversations, those type of talks with people. But when shit runs its course, ain't nothing to cut that bitch off. So when do you know a relationship, a friend? Well, let me answer your question about jobs mm -hmm. first. Uh -huh. um, I know a job has run its course when I'm just fucking tired. Like, I don't think that people should stay on jobs that don't like quit. Just if, if a job is not for you, just quit that shit. Cause them people will quit with something you could fall, fall back on. Don't no. just be out here quitting. No, don't, don't just no quit and don't have nothing lined <laughs> yeah. up. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't quit and don't have shit lined up. Yeah. You know, don't be out here just quitting and, and sitting around like, damn, what I'm gonna do next. Like have a bit if you got a business, make sure it's a stable business or have another job, you know, ready to start the next two weeks or the next week or the next, you know, whatever. Even if you need a little vacation time in between, because sometimes we need that mental health break. Right. You know, so don't but don't put up with nobody's shit either, because jobs will replace your ass. You can die today, but they're going to post that job before they post your obituary. So, yeah. So. I feel the same when it comes to like an actual job, you know what I'm saying? You dub for one thing only. That's just the work. If that work is causing your own demise, do something else. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and leave that alone. That's everybody can't work in their passion field, mm -hmm. but you don't have to do a job that's stressing you out to cause you pain or suffering. Mm -hmm. You can let that shit go. It ain't, you know what I'm saying? Right now, in this age, you see job ads all across because, you know what I'm saying, this is a post-COVID entrepreneurial age we in right now. Everybody's yeah. starting their own businesses. So it's people out here who need workers. Yeah. This ain't 2008 where there was no jobs at all. Y'all can find work. Don't let these jobs stress you to the point of no return, cause you all these health problems, and mm -hmm. now your insurance raise, and the raise you just got at the end of the year couldn't even cover inflation. <laughs> you know inflation what I'm saying? Crazy than motherfuckers. Right. So I, I feel like for everybody, you know what I'm saying, just do your work. Don't let the work do you. You feel me? That's 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 my take on that. Oh, okay, Diamond. Make the money. Though. <laughs> Don't let it make you. Facts. Okay, so what you think is harder? Letting go of something or starting over? Oh shit. Um, I think I think starting over is tougher than letting go. Because mm -hmm. you can always move on. But when you when you try to start over, you can't forget 
what the fuck happened to you, like within that situation or whatever. It might be, you know what I'm saying? It might be hurt, past traumas. Mm-hmm. You can you can never get rid of that. You know what I'm saying? That's always gonna come into the to the fold when you attempting to start over. You want to start fresh on a clean slate and all that, et cetera, et cetera. That, it normally never works because that shit always gonna sneak its way back in. You're nice off. It always does. Like when I'm dealing with people, it, it always finds its way. Like at a at a blink of an eye, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can have the the best of time. Mm-hmm. Two, three months in, one night, some go off like, man, whole attitude. Cause of something you don't did like five years ago. Or something but somebody seen you don't that made you trigger to, that like, memory. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Something like that. You can't really get past most of the time. I'm just saying from my experience. And that's starting over a relationship. That's starting over dealing with a relationship. Dealing with a friendship. Even a friendship. If somebody, if your friend hurt you or scarred you, you would guard yourself again. So that shit, that'll never happen. Because once you... Once somebody hurts you that's close to you and it makes you so vulnerable, mm-hmm. you'll never want to feel that type of pain again. So you're going to guard yourself to not allow some shit like that to happen again. You can say, I forgive you, mm-hmm. but nine out of 10, you, you're never going to forget. Even though you don't want to cut that person off, mm-hmm. you're going to have a different view on how you view that person and how you deal with that person. Y'all might be, you know what I'm saying, like this. And I ain't not be that no more. But y'all still cool. Just not as close. You know what I'm saying? Let's just talk about like starting over in life period and letting mm-hmm. go. Let's say you had the opportunity. Like, okay, um, I don't I know what I want to do with music versus life. You know, um, I've never really vocalized it with people. It's in my mind. Cause my in my in my mind, I always think like when you vocalize stuff with people and you're not ready. Like you don't have the 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 tools in like in front of you mm-hmm. yet. If you and you vocalize it and you're not ready to go, it doesn't happen. Right. But I know what it, what music versus life is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It's like an umbrella, and there's so many things that's supposed to come from it. Right. So with it's a block party. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of and not this is not directed towards you. Mm-hmm. A lot of promoters throw parties just to fuck on hold. Right. Just to meet bitches, free coochie. Mm-hmm. Free alcohol, free coochie. Right. So, I don't know exactly what it is that you want to do with It's a Block Party, but if you get the opportunity to take It's a Block Party and make it something bigger than Orlando, right? Right. Starting over and letting go of everything that you have here, would it be hard? Yeah. So, if you, so all right. So, we're talking... Proof of concepts, like when it comes to business. All right, so you have a business model. I throw parties in clubs. Mm-hmm. I get bigger, parties get bigger. Hey, can y'all do a festival? Can you right. do a concert now? Like a Rolling Loud Coachella right. type event. Right, so this, right, is, right. this is a completely different lane. So this is not just throwing a party in the nightclub venue. This is dealing with... All sorts of vendors, you know, saying all different type Mm -hmm. of acts, a whole different market, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, that is tough because you know, saying you in new territory, Mm -hmm. you so you get so comfortable and so used to what you're doing, it becomes second nature. Mm -hmm. So yes, it's tough to like go into a new field and learn what to do, but it's also encouraging. Cause you know, since like getting a promotion, like you, you probably when you get a promotion, you never did that job before. But you know, you go to training, mm-hmm. you learn what to do. As long as you're willing to learn, you know, what I'm saying, as long as you're teachable, you you can get to understand what it is if you're truly passionate about it. So I definitely think that's always a tough thing to start over, but it can be done. And I'm willing to do that. You know, what I'm saying I'm trying to take it's a block party. To the highest of heights, you know what I'm saying? Anybody want to come holler at me, come pick your boy up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, I'll, I'll be in Rolling Loud. 
Okay, so what would be the reasoning to wait on something or somebody? What be or what would be good reasoning to do something like that? A good reason to wait on a person is out of love, and that's kind of seem like you know saying generic. But if you if you love somebody and they ain't quite where you want them to be. You know what I'm saying? You a, you can kind of mold them to get there. But if it's just not in them, then it's not in them. But I'll say the reason to wait would be out of love. So what would you be waiting on somebody for? Like relationship? Are you waiting for like marriage? Do, do you ever anticipate yourself getting married? Yeah. I, I see myself getting married. Okay. Um. In the future, but it's tough. Yeah. It's so tough the, and the, the yeah. reason it's tough is because of the field I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Because all right, I still got my nine to five job, but I'm also a promoter. You around a lot of so, women, right? So the fact of like I have to have a confident woman to accept what it is I'm doing, and I'm willing to wait for that. I'm willing to wait to find someone for me. That way it ain't no back and forth about trying to make, you know, uh, ultimatums about do I need to be in this relationship or do I need to find a new career choice? Why not both? You know what I'm saying? I agree with that shit. Right. So I I'll wait to that. find someone like that because of my passion for my craft and my field, right? Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy doing what I'm doing. So if I can find somebody who I care about and I enjoy being with mm -hmm. and find joy in my passion and marry them two together, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's creating a happy life for me. But mm -hmm. what did you say? Like, how you feel about what's some reason you would wait? Uh, it wouldn't be love. Okay. Because I love family members. I wouldn't wait on their ass. You wouldn't, you wouldn't no. wait on your family members Hell to get no. on track? No, because it's, it's, it's sometimes, you know, you got to draw that line. Like, I love, like, I love you. And I understand, like, love, love has its boundaries. You know, love and love and hate, they're very strong words. So I'm very um careful as to how I use them. But I'm not going to wait on somebody because I love you or because I have love for you. Um... A good reason to wait on somebody in my mind is because I see potential in you. Right. It has to be because of the potential. Like, I love people who have no fucking potential. Mm -hmm. Legit no potential. Like, I could love you and you have, and you could sit on your ass all day and do nothing for yourself. But then there's people that I've never met and I'm meeting, like, Okay, like doing the podcast and like meeting people mm -hmm. that have amazing potential. These right. are people I would rather wait on, like to meet okay. or to fuck with, like because these people can enhance what I'm trying to do with the pod, the the vision that I have for my podcast and other things that I'm trying to do that may you know because what I'm trying to do with the podcast is is it, it can help. It's a block party. It right. can help what. Irvin may be trying to do or what my other friends may be trying to, because I'm not a selfish friend. Right. You know, that's why we promote the black businesses on the podcast. Correct. It's going to help everybody. You Correct. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, I don't know. So I just wait on potential. I don't wait on love. Okay. But is there a limit to love? Like. Yeah, there's a limit to my love. Shit. So how you know you reached your limit? How I know you reach your right? How you know somebody you love the maxed out, bro? When you ain't when when you show me you ain't doing shit, when you ain't trying, when you are no longer trying, or when I when or when we see that that love is only coming from one side, bro. Because once once if if you if I see that I'm the only one showing the love. And I ain't getting that same love because I love hard. Right. I love very, very hard. So if I say I love you or I got some type of love for you, I will 
I'm the type of person like I won't crash out about you, but like I'll dumb out for you. Like I like I'll show you that I will overextend myself sometimes for people right. that I love. So over the years, I had to learn to tell myself how to pull that that trait about me back. I had to learn how to calm that down. So um, once I see that I'm not getting that back from from people, mm-hmm. like I just you know that's the limit. That's okay. my limit to love. Okay, so I'm saying like this. All right, you you know people who you love sometimes hurt you the most, right? Like they do things to hurt you, you know what I'm saying? Physically, maybe mentally, or whatever the case may be. Emotionally. Emotionally, right. Mm-hmm. So at what point do you say, man, enough is enough? Because like, I'm pretty sure everybody that. don't dealt with some situations where they've been, you know what I'm saying, abused and put through the wringer. But at what point do you say, all right, I forgive, I forgave, I forgave, I forgave. Now it's just time to like, man, just throw in the towel. Once you understand that hurt, because sometimes like if you're really young, like you don't understand that somebody's hurting you, especially if it's emotional. You know, you say you don't understand, but why you say you don't understand? Because don't you feel it? Or it's just not. You don't understand it. Like, okay, uh, I'm going to give you, I got to figure out how to give you an example. Like, um, like. That's like if. If me raising my children, I'm always yelling at them and screaming and apologizing afterwards. I ain't mean to do this. They think that's a way of me showing love. They That would be an example of love to them, but that's not what love is until they get around somebody else with their parents and that person's parents showing love in a different way, talking calm and peaceful, like, hey, this is not how we do this. You know, they don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do that make sense? Yeah. So you see it from a different lens. So basically, if if you just abused and it was masked up as love, then yeah. all you know is this is all I know. Abuse equals love. Right. Okay. So it's a lot of people like that. So so basically, it takes really receiving love for you to understand this shit wasn't love. Right. So that's you, you have you ever experienced something what you thought was love? Cause we kind of getting a little off track, but I just I'm just curious. Yeah. Have you ever experienced something that you thought was love until you met or like in dating? Mm-hmm. You ever experienced something what you thought was love until you met another woman that was like, I wasn't supposed to be treated like that, or like Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, same thing. Oh. But that's what I'm saying. You're so used to what you used to. You're used to you, what you used to that you think it's normal. But what I'm saying is when and when that happens, and this is this is right on topic. When you in it, you don't leave it because you don't know no better. That's why I say like until what is the you limit? realize right, it's not normal. How do you realize it? Like does you like got it to gotta see come across your head? You got to see something else. When you say see something else, you I mean you got to like start dating. No. Okay, like, I've been in bad relationships before. Right. But I didn't know it wasn't normal, like, until, like, okay, of course, everybody who watches, I always talk about my daddy. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) my daddy always taught me what a good man was, but I didn't know, like, because I was always running into guys who weren't too great. So I didn't know good until I started seeing guys who tried to tell me mm. that the people, the person who I was with wasn't great. Okay. So when you with these people who I wasn't great. with them. Oh, I'm, I thought I'm you saying, meant in the, general. Just the I'm people that you I don't cheat. <laughs> I'm saying the people that you were with that wasn't great. Y'all had to be together for a period of time from start to end. Mm-hmm. At what period of time did you have to realize and take into consideration, like, this shit ain't great. When shit got dangerous. Okay. So when shit got real dangerous. When shit got real dangerous. Okay. That's when I was like, I don't think I want nobody doing (laughs) no shit like this to me. And then that's when I was like, and when my children, when it got to the point where my children started noticing it, Mm. then that's when I was like, yeah, this this shit ain't right. Okay. See, that's what I'm saying. So it had to, it, it graduated. When I can no longer keep it a secret. It, it graduated. It started one yeah. way, and then that shit just built up, built up type shit. Yeah. 
Okay, so I'm saying head. I know it was getting somewhere. <laughs> so basically, so now we got to an end, right? Enough is enough. Yeah, it's over. Shit, okay. <laughs> but is enough ever enough? Hold on now. Say that again, goddamn. Okay. You say enough is enough, but it's enough ever enough. Like, you know, people say, man, this is it. I'm done. I'm through. Fuck him. Next week. Man, you know how many times I done, <laughs> you know how many times I done said, like, fuck that nigga, I ain't, and be right back? Right. That's what I'm saying. So is enough ever really enough? Like, enough is enough for that moment, and then it's back to what I was dealing with. I'm, I'm right back into my situation. I'm right back into this hurt, this pain. And it's all done because of Women love are, or whatever type of emotional connection you got with a person. Um, what? I don't think we went over these questions. You've been right. <laughs> That's the same question. Hell no. It's the same questions. Um... <laughs> No, at that time, sometimes I remember, boy, when I was younger, boy, enough never used to be enough. Mm -hmm. I used to be like, man, I'm going to try again. Right. I always be trying to see the best in people. Right. I'd be like, man, I'm going to try again. I'd be like, I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again. You keep bumping your head against the wall. I'd be trying again. <laughs> I'm going to try again. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm too fucking friendly, bro. I'm too friendly. I'm too friendly. I'm going to stop texting people and be like, good morning. Have a great day. I hope you have a positive weekend. And I know you, I know you gonna start this business. Man, fuck that shit. Y'all motherfuckers is not getting these. You know, I, I used to send them texts. That's, that's cool. That's that's a good now, way to start the day. Words of affirmation, you know what I'm saying? Speaking positive in people's lives. I don't do why, that shit no more. But why you wanna stop that? I don't I'm do saying, that. All right. So I will understand if you start in my doing 30s, it for people who don't deserve it. In my 30s now, I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna do it today, but mm -hmm. now I'm gonna wait. I'm going to see if I'm going to get that same shit in right, return. Right, okay. We'll see if it's reciprocated. Yeah. If I don't get okay. it in return, you don't get that shit But that makes sense, no though. More. I'm not mad at that. I be looking for the good morning text. Mm -hmm. I be get like, now when motherfuckers be, like, talking to me, like, <laughs> now, I be like, niggas just be wanting coochie now. Because niggas will text and be like, oh, or they be hit me up like, yeah, the podcast. I be like, what we talked about. Right. When I ask Block this, what he say? Mm -hmm. Nigga, you ain't watch that shit. Yeah. You don't give a fuck. Don't text me good morning. Not as great. <laughs> Have a great day and a great recording podcast. You don't even know what day the episode drop. You don't even know what color hat block had on this episode. Nigga, leave me for, you know, I ain't even that. I ain't that bitch no hold, more. Hold on, hold on. Let's just pause on this. <laughs> Isn't niggas out here trying to run game through the podcast? Mm -hmm. Niggas trying to use big game. Hey, I'm not mad at the effort, though. <laughs> I'm not mad at the effort. Niggas be like, oh, yeah, the podcast. I see you doing the podcast. That's dope. <laughs> I be like, oh, what episode you watch? Which one you like the most? I mean, I ain't really watch it like man, that, though. Man, y'all got to do y'all <laughs> research, man. You you knocked on the door. You almost was in, but you failed. I'm the wrong one to talk to like that because I'm going to ask questions. I'm a, I ask questions. I ask questions. Hey, y'all found a way in. You got to find a way to stay. I ask some questions. But nah, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like women put up with a lot. I think dudes do the same. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think men put up with a lot, too. I think and a lot of And it's on do. the low, so, right? And it's the thing about, with niggas. Women just show our emotions. Like, niggas don't, niggas don't wear it, and niggas won't let you know, mm -hmm. like, what the fuck really going on. Like, like certain situations, if it got to do with, like, infidelity with a woman, niggas try to keep that shit on the low. Cause it, you know, saying they probably feel embarrassed or whatever. Cause you know, what I'm saying when when niggas cheat, it's like, well, that's just some niggas do. But when a woman cheat, niggas be. But why do when why to the when, core, man? Y'all yeah. can't take that shit. Yeah, no, nah, niggas can't take it. It's like you know the <laughs> the male ego, that pride. But why when is, why when uh why when men cheat, y'all be like, oh, that's just something y'all do. No, that's not. Something that we say, that's just something women say. Women say, no, oh, niggas when, just women, be cheating. Women don't. All oh, niggas cheat. It's just like a stigma that, because niggas sometimes most likely do cheat. But I'm saying like that that stigma of it is something that women are like, all oh, men are dogs. That, like that type of shit is, is said. But when it comes to women, 
y'all don't have that stigma, even though y'all some slick motherfuckers. That's because that, that y'all homeboys, y'all got to talk to y'all homeboys. Y'all got to sit down with y'all homeboys and be like, bro, you got a lady to take your ass home instead of being like, man, that was a bad ass hoe trying to fuck with you in the club, bro. You do need to call her. No, bro, take your ass home. You got a lady to take your ass home, bro. Good luck with that. <laughs> Good luck. What I'm saying, what, but what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is, these, it be niggas who take their woman back, but you would never knew they took their woman back Listen, because you don't know what the fuck be going on. I can tell you some stories about some niggas who done took some hoes. <laughs> <laughs> I know some whores, like, and some niggas who be like crying in behind them and taking them back. And I believe it because I, I, I know what go on. You know what I'm saying? I, I see it. I'm involved with it. I'm a part of it. You know what I'm saying? So I understand what goes on and what niggas would do for so-called love or whatever the case may be. It will, it will, it will break niggas down. So I feel like sometimes enough, sometimes it's not time? enough. Let's oh, we do saving it. this. No, Let's save it. Let's save, save it for, for the bonus question. Okay, I got Jesus. one last question. And we can go to the, to oh, the no. bonus. Oh, no. I got more. You got more? Yeah. yeah, let's keep it going because I'm Do, enjoying this. Anyway. Yeah, I, I like this. Um, <laughs> at first, when you first gave me this topic, I was like, "Man, what the fuck?" I sat down and I was like, "Man, this nigga got the hardest topic." And I sat down and I listened to this on for like days and hours and hours. And I was like, "Man, it ain't never took me this long to write questions." <laughs> I like, "What the fuck, block trying to do with this shit?" I was like, "Oh, I see where this nigga going." Yeah, this nigga here is wild. But okay, uh, do you get upset with yourself when you um find it hard to let go? Let's talk yeah. about being complacent with shit. Yeah, I find I find it like upset with myself because like, man, shit, I I should be done with this situation. All right, let's let's not speak in relationship terms. Let's start speaking like toxic friendships. Mm-hmm. It's niggas that I been should have cut off, like by the shit that they were doing. I'm like, fuck, but you my dog though. I'm gonna look out. Like I should have been let this shit go. But it's like, man, you know what I'm saying? We grew up together. You start making excuses. Don't be the hard one. You start making excuses for bullshit. So it's like, damn. It, it, it's like that to this day where I, I could I can find an excuse for a friend of mine that, that I shouldn't be fucking with. You know what I'm saying? Because of some type of disrespect for lack. You know what I'm saying? Stealing, like. It could be minor shit, not nothing major. Like, I ain't never had nobody take, like, a whole lot of money from me or some shit like that. But it could be, like, something simple, like just taking some shit that didn't belong to them without asking. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Like, but why would you do that? Because if you do that, you'll do this. If you do that, you'll do this. That's how I feel. So like, if you do little shit. Right. Like. And, like, and is, I, that, <laughs> that's, is that easy for you to do? So it's, it's most definitely... Uh, challenging, and I'll be talking to myself like, man, like you, you gotta have some type of like reprimand. Cause like, how can you reprimand a grown ass nigga besides like fighting a nigga? Like, but you gotta have talk- What you mean? That's what I'm saying. Other than fighting him, other you, than fighting, you, 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 you gotta an adult. Just have a conversation. Like, look, this is this is what it if is. If he doing little nigga shit, you talk to him like he a little nigga. This is what it is, and you have that conversation. You can't let it slide. But you still fucking with that person. And that's when you like, damn. You kind of you get on yourself about the shit. But in terms of, of relationships, like it's, it's certain relationships. I don't, I don't really think there's no relationship where I'm like, man, I, I got to be here. Like, I'll escape. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Not even with your baby mama? You didn't feel like because of the child, you just had to be there? At first. Like in the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, when when she was first pregnant or whatever the case may be, we we young. weren't all. How old was you when your baby mama? Pregnant? I just graduated. Okay. So I just graduated high school. Your son and, is how old? Like thirteen, right? Twelve, thirteen. Right, thirteen. Uh, so, so I'm like, I should work things out, you know, for the family. Like, like let's just try to be a family. Always be there. You know what I'm saying? Let's just try to make it work for the family type situation or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But I'm not down on myself or hard on myself um, for it not working. We right, tried right. it. You know what I'm saying? All it is is we gave it a shot and we know that it didn't work. Everything else is cool. 
So as far as that aspect of it, I'm I'm good on it. Okay. Ooh. Oh shit, nah. Let's see. What's the importance of being patient with your partner? So this question is specifically towards relationship. Like the importance on being actually patient and waiting. I ain't got no partner. No, I'm saying when you you've had partners, (laughs) and you, you know what I'm saying, you had partners for a period of time. So what is the importance on waiting for somebody? Or do you feel like it's important? It's very important. Okay. Because I need you to be patient with me. Right. Uh, Chill. Hell no, we saying that for this or that. No, I need you to answer this question, honestly. I'm about to answer this question. (laughs) No, hell. (laughs) I was about to answer. Okay, I'll do it for you. Let's go. Since you wanted to do it. Yeah. I don't really know if to do this. Let's go. Let me take another one, too. Mm-mm. Oh, I hear rain. I ain't driving drunk in the rain. <laughs> That's my excuse. Um, What was the question? Oh, the patience with your of, partner. Yeah, the importance of being patient with your partner. Um, It's very important Um, because I would want somebody to be patient with me. I, um, like, it's like, like, it, like how women be like, I want a nigga that's always at home with me and always up under me. No, that means you want a broke ass nigga. <laughs> I want a nigga that's always gone. Not because I want to be cheating. That means I want a working ass man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very patient. I want, I understand having to get shit done. Right. You know, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand like being gone cause you cheating. I don't understand being gone cause you partying. Um, and I don't understand sitting on your ass, but I do understand needing somebody around you because you're going to school. You know, under, well, someone understanding your time because you're going to school, because you're running a business, because you work a full time job. And, you know, I understand, you know, I work a full time job and it's fucking people on my job who hurts my lap. Nerves, you know, and sometimes I just want to come home and don't hear Nothing. shit. Yeah. I don't hear shit. But I, I'm even though I work from home, right. my children have thirty children outside the door playing basketball. Mm-hmm. All them children at the door. Miss Brittany, can I get a popsicle? Can I get a bag of chips? Can I get? Okay, I get that. I but outside of that, I don't want to argue with nobody. You know, none of that. So I understand a man wanting to come home to a peace peaceful mind. home. Mm-hmm. Bro, I, I get that. So yeah, people need patience and peace and quiet and, you know, and some women just want, yang, 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 yang. and I get when men be like, man, a bitch just be, yang, 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 yang. bro, it's women out there that are just like, yang, yang, yang. like, bro, just shut the fuck up. Like, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not. A lesbian, nothing like that. I'm nowhere near that shit. <laughs> but it's women that sometimes I be hearing them, and I be wanting to tell them, bro, shut the fuck up. Like I don't even want to hear that. Like it ain't that much to talk about, bro. Right. Sometimes you got the like when I come home, I just want quiet. Come home, cook, bathe, clean, glass of wine, R&B music, TV, play a little game with the children. If that, right. <laughs> chill, little adult conversation, relax. Right. Like, and that might be what that man want. Give that man that. Mm-hmm. That man probably don't even want to have sex with your ass because <laughs> you talk too fucking much. <laughs> Give that man that. So, yeah, I understand patience, man. It's necessary in a relationship. Man, and you got to get your partner that. Man. I definitely think being patient with your partner is strictly important. I The... the Society we live in is instant gratification. Everybody want everything they want now. Everybody want a drug dealer because they feel like they can finance their lifestyle now. Everybody want a scammer because they feel like it's gonna finance their lifestyle instantly. You know what I'm saying? Some Nobody little bitches can't get none of them niggas. They don't know how to handle them. You ain't used also, to them. Also, but I'm saying like some people got some people have good niggas who can grow to be better niggas. Some niggas got Good women that can grow to be better women. 
if you allow them to grow. You know what I'm saying? People people only see you where you at and don't understand where you going. Like, for me, for instance, I was fucked up. Mm -hmm. Probably five, six years ago. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was working minimum wage jobs just to pay my car note, pay the rent. I just had enough, you know what I'm saying, just paycheck. Right. The paycheck to paycheck. Trying to get anything, trying to scrap up anything by any means, or whatever the case may be. It's certain women who seem potential in me though. You was like the nigga in the Devon commercial. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's certain women who seem potential in me. He's like, okay, I'm gonna be patient with this dude because I see I see the attributes. But it's some people who wouldn't give a nigga like me a shot because you see, like, well, I'm working, I was working a retail job mm. at the outlets at this point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't checking for that. Mm-hmm. But you see, you know what I'm saying, time, time and time again, opportunity presents itself. You keep working fucking hard. You can grow. Mm-hmm. And now, shit, I'm up. Yeah. And I ain't giving y'all a fuck thing. Okay. <laughs> But I'm up, you know what I'm saying, and that and that's down on that because you you don't you don't invest in an instant win, you know what I'm saying. You invest in potential, you know what I'm saying. You grab a stock or whatever the case may be. We talk about stock options, something that you believe in, buy low, sell high. You know what I'm saying. But that's facts, facts. You facts, get facts. in when don't nobody know about it, and then when that shit pop. You really banking because you were there from day one. <laughs> everybody, everybody can't stand to be a day one. Everybody want to stay they day one. But nah, nigga, you not day uh, 365. You not, you know what I'm saying? You came in when 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 niggas is up, expecting the world. When it's people who help build enterprises, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Together. That's why I think it's very important to be patient with your partner. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can start from the ground roots mm-hmm. and, and build a whole infrastructure. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's a big fact. All you got to do is believe in people. That's you know what I'm saying? Don't believe in what they can do for you. You believe in that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, boy, you been on came- your shit this season. Boy, <laughs> God damn. Fact, when you came at me, you said, man, I want to do a podcast. I want you to be a part of it. I said, bet. I'm not a talking ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? I just like to chill. But me and you always had element. great conversation. That's why I but chose all, you out of everybody. That's what I'm saying. It's I could have chose anybody, but I was like, man, we always had great conversations. But with people who know me, they know like I chill, I clown, but I'm in the back. I'm never like yeah. on the camera. I might be out on the scene, but I'm never like in front of the mm-hmm. camera. I like putting plays together. I don't need to be a part of the play. You know what I'm saying? But you said, hey, I want to do this and I want you a part of it. I said, bet, because I seen your vision. I seen how serious you was taking it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Started from But I'm an asshole. Doing, and I'm, I'm saying, very assholeish when it comes to my work. But look where it started. <laughs> started in your kitchen. Bro, we used to sit at the dining room table, right. eat, drink, and and talk. <laughs> now and watch you know what I'm saying. Now we in studio, studio, studio. You feel me? So you gotta, you definitely gotta see the vision and be patient with your partner to see exactly where they're going. You know what I mean? For sure. You know you got to treat your partner like a plant. You gotta be patient with your plants. And one nigga who uh, uh Irving man, Irving used to always about that patience, man. And man, you used to always tell me about that patience. Nobody never want to be the first one to salute you. Right. They only want to fuck with you when you up. Correct. So shout out to Irvin for telling me that because that's true. They, everybody want to fuck with you when when somebody that's of substance or of importance already know you. Yeah. And that's a motherfucking fact. And by that time, I don't want to fuck with you. So if you don't fuck with me when I'm down, <laughs> if you ain't sharing my shit, if you ain't supporting my shit, watching my shit, if you ain't pulling up at the parties, don't worry about it. Right. If you ain't sharing the flyers, don't worry about it. Yeah, don't want to get in free, but I want to share my shit. <laughs> oh, they be doing that. Bro, it's crazy out here where, where people think support is. But that's a topic for a, a different day. Let's get into that, the uh, oh you no. want to get into the bonus question or get into this or that? 
We got to do the giveaway. You want to do the giveaway? You want to do it now? Oh, you. This ain't even me. This you. Do your thing. I'm saying you want to do it at the end or you want to do it now? It's up to you. Do your thing. All right. Let's start with this or that. I like this, this or that. It's been it's been talked about in the media, so this is why I enjoy it. So okay. for this week's this or that, we got Chris Brown. Shout out to Chris Breeze, dope album. Oh, but versus, give me on and goddamn Brent Pfizer shit it on the mic. Okay, you got Chris Brown versus MJ. Who you rolling with? Michael Jackson versus Chris Brown. It's easy for me. New school versus old school. I'm going old school. You going I'm, MJ? I'm going easy. Michael Jackson. So why you going MJ? First of all, it's easy. You need his explanation? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's easy. Michael Jackson over Chris Brown is easy. You need a blueprint to lay a foundation in order to build a building. Mm-hmm. There would be no Chris Brown without Michael Jackson. Right. And when niggas say they want to be like Mike, whether it's Tyson, Jordan, or Jackson, mm-hmm. ain't no such thing as a nigga saying they want to be like Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michael Jackson, like, why would you? That's not a comparison. And Chris even said it himself. Right. Like, there's no him without Mike. You know, Mike got his little, little one-two from uh, James Brown, but like, Mike, like, we wouldn't even know. Like, who the fuck gives a fuck about Janet and Toya and Jermaine? It's Mike. Okay. It's Mike. Come I on. respect your like, position. Like, overall artists, even the Wiz. Like, the nigga was in the Wiz. It's like everything. And the man owns the rights to the Beatles. And he's like, do you know what the Beatles did? Mm-hmm. Like, who the Beatles are? Like, it's, it's Mike. It's Mike. Like, and that's not the take from Chris. Chris is an amazing artist. He's an amazing singer. He still has not gave us a classic album worth a damn. Like, but he's a, an amazing artist. Okay. But it's Mike. You can't compare. Now, if you would have said Mike and Prince or Chris and somebody else, but I don't hey. think Mike and Prince even compare either. But okay. Jeez. So listen. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna give my answer. I'm going with Chris Brown. Oh, hold on. And Mike can sing eight octaves. But go ahead. So I'm going Chris Brown. Because I understand Mike laid the foundation. Mm-hmm. But Chris took that shit. And, and took that shit everywhere. I feel like they are comparative in the fact that they both had to overcome some type of adversity. Fact. I feel like Chris overcame his adversity a little bit better. That's why. Because even after the scandal or whatever the case may be with, with him and Rihanna, he, his music ain't fall off. He was still dropping like that shit. You know what I'm saying? I understand. off after his shit? Yeah, like Mike, Mike music wasn't hitting after, like post- Post touching the kids and all that stuff. Let like, me tell you something. My son is eight years old. Like you rock my world with. My son is eight years old. He likes Chris Brown, mm-hmm. but my Dominic got the Michael Jackson book. He got he got the off the wall album. This is what I'm saying. My baby don't know. Okay. the man I, loves Michael Jackson. He's as far eight. as icon status, the man dead. As far as icon <laughs> status, you can't beat. Mike. Mike is a pop icon. You know what I'm saying? That is that is untouchable. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to like fame, Mike got that all the way. When it comes to like music, Mike got that. Nigga had Quincy Jones. Okay, I'm not finna debate music. You know what I'm saying? With this nigga. Movies either. When it yeah, but Masters. when it comes to talent, when it comes to pure talent, Mike, I'm giving Chris all that. Right. Chris can dance, sing, do gymnastics. This nigga can Mike. rap. This man can fight. This man is a gangster. This man is everything. This how, man, how we know Chris a gangster, I don't though? Know. He just say it. Though. Yeah, well, whatever. This he man just carry the flag. Ooh, I don't know if he he's everything. But I'm saying is he's multifaceted. And multi-talented. Now, the mystique that Mike had to keep and got to keep made him way more popular. This is this, this social media era. Like, 
Michael Chris Jackson Brown is be dead that. and still popular. Like it's just crazy how. But that's do. because of the nostalgia of Mike. Like Thriller is Thriller. Like right, you know exactly. what I'm saying. So like, let's say I got is... a question. If if Chris Brown was to die right now, ten years later, 10, 10 15 years after his death. Those kids what, would be what, like, damn, that, what, that dancing ass nigga. That's it, that dancing ass nigga. But with Mike, we remember the glove. We remember saying, the his socks. Songs, we no. remember, we remember this shit from like we remember every Mike has something for us to remember. I'm saying, Chris Mike. has been a celebrity just like Mike. So Mike, boom, from, we from Jackson Jess 5. five from Jackson everything. 5 on. Same with Chris. Nigga, we remember the Pepsi commercial. We remember everything. I'm still rocking. Chris, I like, I, will I, like, remember I like what Chris is. I like what Chris is doing. I don't. I love what Chris is doing. I ain't. But I think that nigga I at think all. he took. But I he just took his adversity, like his songs. I love he, Chris. My my my. I just need that nigga to make an R and B album. He's not. It's a hip hop album. Yeah, exactly. Album. He's not gonna make a pure R and B album no more because this is the streaming era. He gonna keep making forty five. Song albums and niggas can create a playlist for whatever songs that they like and create their own album. So if you like rapping, Chris, with all the hip hop features, you got you got fucking ten songs for that. I don't like that because Me neither. Usher, like, I like Usher, an R&B had, album. Usher gave us eighty seven on one, but Usher gave us confession. Once again, those are CDs we talking about. These are albums when albums was albums. Okay, even okay, I'll give you niggas who gave us classic like like. If you want to talk about rap niggas who gave us cla- let's get off of this or that. Mm-hmm. Niggas who gave us classic albums like like right before Gunna um got picked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the shit just came out with pushing P on it? Uh uh The name of the album? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was his that was his shit. That was the one right before. Mm-hmm. That was the album that did it for Gunna. I think no was- no skips. Uh Drip Season. Drip forever. Season Forever. Mm-hmm. Wish Me Well 3 Lucci. That was his one. That was his one. Mm-hmm. That was his album. That's the one he gave us. But that's a rap album. Right. Chris we Brown, give us an R&B album. Give not, us an R&B album. I'm not going to give us all. That's like asking Drake to give you like a pure rap album. It's going to be rap, R&B, and everything in between. But uh, uh, but I almost said Usher. But Drake said, is different. Drake no, is different. they both megastars. Like they both Drake, pop. Drake, they both no, sing. No, 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 no. Listen to what I'm saying. Chris Brown is an R&B artist. Drake is in his own lane. Like, Young Blue is in his own lane. Mm-hmm. Like, Young Blue is his different type of artist. Uh, Derez Deshaun, Rod Wave, they are these... There is no category for these people. Chris, Chris Brown is an R&B artist. A, has he ever been, like, pure R&B? He's, he sings. He, they, he does sing. He He's can sing. He's a singer. But I'm saying, has he ever, like... Listen to what I'm saying. Is it pure R&B? That's Listen. what I'm asking. He's a, he's a, listen to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He is a singer. Okay. He can sing, but he's singing over trap beats. Young Blue is not a fucking singer. Okay. That's like saying, look, that's like saying, like, can you categorize niggas like Travis Scott, Lil Uzi Vert, and Ty Dolla Sign? No, you can't. Them niggas is rock stars. They're not rappers. But I think those people are like, under Chris Brown's umbrella, like Jesus Christ, you don't think like they are like birthed from CB? How? What, what do you mean? How? Ty Hard, Dolla, okay, Ty Dolla Sign and and niggas like Uzi Vert and 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 Travis Scott. Yep, all of them. How? What you mean? Okay, melodies over hard beats is what Chris Brown been doing. This them whole niggas career. is rock stars. You think Chris Brown a rock star? No, he's an R&B artist. Yeah, Nick Needy just, uh, don't know your name, but You know who an R&B artist is? Tank. Ooh. Tyrese. Genuine. Does Chris Brown look Let like them niggas? He's not a typical. That's why I want to say. It's not what they look like. Right. Let me tell you, it's not he's what they look like. People, people need to stop saying just Tank and Tyrese and Genuine because then people forget about Daniel Caesar. People forget about Lucky Day. People forget about okay. Brent Faiza. Uh, people people forget about, uh, what's my boy name? The one you uh, put me on. Who? Um, 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 he sound like Sam Cooke. Uh, fucking, um, damn, I just said the nigga name the other day. I'll think about it later. But yeah. But I feel like all them niggas you just named, pure R&B. 
Pure R&B. Chris Brown? Not pure R&B. He can do R&B music. He's an R&B artist. He's just not R&B soul. But he's he R&B. can do R&B. He's not, those things are R&B soul. He is. Because that's soul. He is a they, pop star. I think Chris Brown is a pop okay. superstar. We'll give him a pop star, but I think Justin Bieber is a pop star. But okay, yeah. And that nigga, he, that, he singing R&B music. You know what I'm saying? He can... He can sing R and B music, like okay. He's a pop star. All right, what's the what's the white dude name? Sam Cook. What's his name? Sam Cook, right? Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Yeah. Okay. He sings. He can sing. Yeah. R and B music. A white boy can sing. Yeah. He is a pop star. He's a pop star. But he sings soul R and B music. He don't sing soul. What's your definition of soul music? <laughs> what was the song he had? That was like uh, it was like a hit. When there's something like you love me no more. Um, and then, uh, honey, I'll yeah. be loving you yeah. till seventeen. Yeah. yeah, they play that shit. That was that on, jam. They play that shit on ninety four point five smooth R and B and classic. Don't soul make it soul. For, that don't that make don't, it soul. That didn't seem like a soul song to you. That was definitely soul. you. You would you, you? They play that at that's not black wedding. I have not been to a black wedding that they did not play that song at. I, to me, soul is like niggas like Tyrone. I don't know. Okay. Well, that's another conversation it's for another day. Right, What's right. our bonus question? Goddamn. <laughs> We're going to get into a whole new podcast. <laughs> All right. Bonus question for the day. What's the worst whooping you ever got? That was the bonus question? Yep. What's the worst whooping you ever got? Ooh, I got my ass told about a nigga. <laughs> I did not get whoopings when I was a child. My brother got all the ass whooping because I was a great child. Um, I was 16 when I got my ass whooped by my daddy. My great-grandmother died. <laughs> and I ain't want to go to Texas to go to my great-grandmother funeral. Mm-hmm. And um <laughs> Man, my my um uh, mama left my um my boyfriend at the time her car. I ain't get my license till I was 18. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's running back. I learned how to drive from stealing cars. Okay. <laughs> so I could you drive. Was a good child? Huh? You was a good child, though, right? I was a great child. You was a good so child. I learned how from stealing. You want to make sure I heard that correctly? <laughs> <laughs> I learned how to drive from stealing cars, but I didn't have my license till I was 18. So I could drive, but I couldn't drive legally. Right. So my mama left um the boy my boyfriend at the time her car so he could take me to work every day. And um, she went to Texas to my great grandmother's funeral, and um, but my mom and daddy they were divorced at the time. Oh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> my daddy didn't know that nigga was actually staying at the house <laughs> with my ass. Mm-hmm. Man, my dad told my ass, so I think that's the worst woman I ever got in my goddamn life. I should have went to that goddamn funeral. Man. Worst whoop I got in my life. I think that was the first time I did ever whoop my ass. I was sixteen. I was young and I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I did two dumbass things. This is like when cordless phones first came out. I took the cordless phone, threw that bitch right in the pool. Why? I don't know. I threw the cordless phone in the pool and then I had some rocks. I had picked up outside and I tried to flush them bitches down the toilet. Wait, what? I don't know what the fuck I was doing, but I was young and I had some rocks. Tried to flush them bitches down the toilet. Fuck that up. And I took the cordless phone and I threw that bitch in the pool. And when I mean, I got beat with the first thing them niggas could find. I got a double ass whooping. I got whooping from my dad and I got whooping from my mom. You got a lot of whoopings as a child. I got a few. I got quite a few. Got a, quite a few ass whooping, but that was the worst one. Like. That double ass whooping, like normally it'd be like, all right, well, you whooping this time. Like I used to like when my mom whooped me because she'll take, you know what I'm saying? She'll take her time with me, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm her baby. <laughs> my dad'll beat the shit out of my ass. You know <laughs> RP to both of them, though. Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace, for sure. Oh, man. Pat, what you think about the episode, man? Boy, that was good. I fuck <laughs> with it, man. What you got going on? We got the contest. Come on. Mm. This. All right, let's talk about this contest. Come on, man. All right, and then we're going to bless the fellas. Well, fat going to bless the fellas. You Damn, feel me? 
you know what I'm saying? Oh, I shouldn't say You got to tell me, tell them uh, what they need to do and I'll tell them what they'll get. You were supposed to tell them, but okay. So what's going to happen is um, uh, y'all got to repost this clip. It's a repost, right? It's mm-hmm. a share, mm-hmm. a like, mm-hmm. a comment, right. and a tag. Right. You got to tag Marisa versus Life Podcast. Right. And... What else I got to tag? So, this is need to tag Music vs. Light Podcast. You tag Fat. It's tag Block. Block Spinner. Uh huh. Share the post. And we're going to put it up on our yeah. IG so y'all can see it. So, basically, uh, once we post it, y'all just repost the IG post. You know what I'm saying? Comment done. Uh, tag Fat's IG. Tag my IG. And tag and guess, the Music vs. Life IG. Tag Music vs. Life IG. And this is for three single men. This is right. for three single men and guess only. guess what you're going to get? You're going to get you a home-cooked meal. Who don't like them a home-cooked meal? You will get you From a From yours truly. You know what I'm saying? Fat, fat finna provide y'all a nice Sunday dinner. You know what I'm and saying? And my boy finna vouch for me. He did. Food is fire. I ain't going <laughs> to cap. So the food is amazing. So, you know what I'm saying? So, y'all can get y'all a plate. You're going to deliver, right? We're delivering the food to them, right? I can deliver. They want to pick right. it up. So, save me some gas because I got. I drive did. a gunsmith. You did. <laughs> so, once you win this contest, Fat going to hit you up, let you know who the winners are. And you're going to get you a nice little home-cooked meal. Free meal. You did. Gas is high. You get a free home-cooked meal. Going to beat that. Yeah. So, and the meal will be... Uh, selected by Block. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you live in the Orlando or surrounding area. Block. Let them know what that meal gonna be. If I don't like what he say, I'm I'm probably gonna change a few things. But you know what I'm saying. So food. So what I but, want? Cause he gonna eat too. Yeah, it's gonna be did. three single men in him. Y'all I know get a he plate, but best, be best believe I'm getting the plate. <laughs> so I'm thinking something like baked chicken, some yellow rice. Baked chicken. And smoke. I, I, I like want. Smoke. I want baked chicken. I want like baked barbecue chicken. Okay. Some baked barbecue chicken uh-huh. with some yellow rice and whatever veggies of your choosing. Some you collard greens, greens or, or some, some cabbage. Yeah, some ooh cabbage. Fried cabbage. Yeah. Okay. We gonna rock out with the cabbage. Just, okay, some cabbage. Okay. Ooh wee. Y'all gonna appreciate this, man. So y'all tune Cornbread. in. Of course. Cornbread. What about dessert? You think the niggas need dessert? pound cake, banana pudding? What you want? Banana pudding? I want pound cake. Pound cake? Better. You want some um, little drizzle on that? Uh, or just plain, don't need, don't need just that plain pound cake. Oh, I can make that happen now. I'm a fool with them cakes. Do that. You know what I'm saying? She is a cook for sure. So, hey, always remember. Oh, follow me on IG at B-L-O-C-K underscore S-P-I-N-N-A. Uh, Follow my business page. It's a block party. I-S-S-A underscore B-L-O-C-K party. And fat. You got time for what you got going on. What's today? Today is... You know, you you got some new shit now. This Thursday. If y'all appreciate a good karaoke night, come downtown Orlando to Cocktails and Karaoke. We starting at 8. We got a party. We're going to party until 2 in the morning. But... Karaoke starts at eight, man. The best drink specials that two. you can find. Karaoke gonna end at like twelve, and then that's when the party starts. But the best drink specials in the city. We got specials on appetizers, specials on drinks, great food, great venue. Come out, have a good time. This Saturday, we got it's the brunch for me at the Link Lounge. We also got the day party at Eden. We also we celebrating JR birthday all week. Sunday, we got in, any given Sunday at Eden as well downtown. Tap in, man. It's gonna be an amazing week for you, boy. Okay. Fat, what's going on? Um, ain't that going on? What <laughs> the rent? Um, y'all remember the contest only for single men don't have me pulling up, and you got a woman or a wife, cause I'm too old to be fighting bitches. <laughs> the, the knees don't do what they used to do. Um, support my boy. Pull up at his parties. Pull up at the brunch. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok at Chick with the Wits. 
Uh, follow us on Instagram at Music Versus Life Podcast. You can follow my personal page if you want to be all in my damn business at its.me.fat. And we do record at Orlando Podcast Studio. So happy birthday, Fuego, because it's going to be my doll birthday. It's straight <laughs> like that. Studio, and that, studio, studio, yeah, studio. And as always, bet on black.